the studios WFAN. This is Mike Zahn, Francesca on the fan on this 28th day of uh, June on a Thursday. Started off a little heavy rain this morning, some thunderstorms. I think it's pretty decent now. Looks like it's going to be an okay weekend as we get ready, but it's going to be a fun baseball weekend around here, and uh, we will forget about the Mets completely as, you know, there'll be some chatter today, and there has to be after last night's debacle. Another terrible loss and everything that goes with it, which we'll get to. But now, you know what? There'll be no reason after that to utter anything about the Mets for a couple of days. They can go to Miami, into the baseball's version of the Witness Protection Program for a couple of days, hang out down there, and not even feel like they're in the baseball universe. Whatever happens there, no one's even going to notice. Why? Because they're going to play the main event here for a couple of days. The, it's going to be a whole different world as the Yankees and the Red Sox will start to tangle tomorrow night. Uh, we'll start to get into that, obviously, today, all day tomorrow as we get ready for three big games this weekend and touch off and really start what will be a summer of Yankee-Red Sox uh, as they will fight for a division title. And that's why the one game works, folks, because that will make them intensely fight for a division title, which is what you want. You want them to fight for a division title. You don't want them to say, oh, I'll take the wild card, you take this. No, no. You want them to fight so they don't play that one-game playoff. They worry about being in that one-game playoff. You don't want any part of that one-game playoff. But first, let's go back to a Mets scene we've seen so many times. Well-pitched game, bullpen blow-up. You saw the graphic. If you're watching the game last night, they put it up. Mets have lost 21 games out of the bullpen, more than any team in baseball. But here's the thing. Since I've been back, and I came back on May 2, I think, May 1, May 2, whatever the day was. I think May 1, right? May 1 was the day I came back. I think it was May 1st. Um, within a couple of weeks, I was picking on a manager. I admit that. And I, I, I felt a little bad. I felt bad about picking on a rookie manager. But it was just so much was, was wrong. I was sitting here the day you had the, the, the lineup card. So many just missteps. And... I'm saying it now because now I'm doing it about face. Because I nothing I hate worse than beating on a guy who everyone's beating on. I can't stand it. It just it, it bothers me. I, I, there's no there's nothing in there's no sport. There's no there's no nothing in beating on someone. I rather attack somebody that no one's attacking. I rather to, to go after someone that everyone loves. I mean, I don't want to go after someone that everyone's beating on. It's like it's almost like it's like a defenseless. You know, animal just sitting there. I mean, it's like, you know, it's, you feel bad now. I feel bad. I mean, he's, a, he's, getting, I mean, he's getting bombed everywhere, and he, he's earned it. Did another bad job last night. He got a little sarcastic. Oh, heaven forbid he got sarcastic. And, uh, you know, who cares if he got sarcastic? And if I was a manager, I'd fight with the media all the time. All the time. But... So what, he got a little cranky. I'd get cranky if you were doing that every night and losing. You'd get cranky too. But here's the thing. He's just got to – he just has to snap out of it. He's got to do a better job. 
His team's got to do a better job. And he's just got to get a little edgier, a little tougher. Show some... This town wants you to show some fight. It wants you to show a pulse. It wants you to show not the same answers, the t- preparation, this, that. All right, last night you got a little, well, this is how you play baseball. I understand. And everyone went nuts because he said, you know, look, this is what you do. You answer the, you answer the phone. Blah, blah, blah. Hey, he messed up last night. But here's the funny part. How can you tell me that you have a problem with him bringing familiar in the game? Come on. Familiar said he was fine. He's the closer. If you had left the kid in the game and he got pounded, everyone would have gone nuts that you left the kid in the game and didn't bring Familiar in to pitch the ninth inning. So you had to bring Familiar in. The problem is he didn't notice and didn't get anybody up behind him. The problem is the guy he's getting up behind him stinks. So that's the thing. I'm not running for that guy because I don't want to see him anymore. Every time I see him, Swazek, he messes up. Why am I running for him? So he really had nowhere to go. He just didn't handle it. His answers were just didn't. See, his answers after the game just don't add up. And then you leave yourself wide open. And then, you know, you get a little edgy. Well, watch out. Or you get a little, you know, you get a little, little, little sarcastic. But who cares? You know what this is about? It's about winning games. Win games. You want managers who look like they're alive, who look like they're intense, and who look like they're two moves ahead, not chasing the, the bus two stops after they missed it. And that's what we have here. It just seems like he's just not, you know, he, you at least had to try to force the Pirates into making a move at the top of the inning to see if they would even think of taking their pitcher out of the game, which he didn't even do. He could have done. He didn't do that. He at least have to go there. No one even brought that up. So there's always, I mean, there's so many things, but here's the thing. Now, I'm not beating on them anymore. Okay, how many games? <laughs> I'm not beating them on anymore. I'm not, not. Because I can't stand when everybody just beats the heck out of the same person. I can't stand it. Has he been de- bad? He's been terrible. He's been, he's been everything you don't want with a bad team. Is it about the team first? Yes. I don't care who it is. First of all, you know, he's made Terry Collins look like Miller Huggins. Secondly, I don't care what manager you wanted to bring in here. You could bring in Sparky Anderson. You could bring in Joe McCarthy. They're not winning with that group no matter what you do. It's still about the players first and foremost. But it just seems like... It's just not well crafted, thought out, alert. You want your manager to be alert, and you want him to be feisty. You want him to ha- you want him to have a little edge. And this town's about an edge. That's what it's about. And he just doesn't have. You know, he really doesn't fit the town. And when you don't fit the town and you're losing, it's a tough town. It really is, because if you fit the town and you're losing, you can usually handle it. But if you don't fit the town and you're losing, it's really hard. And they're just a mess right now. I mean, the whole the whole thing is just it just does nothing feels right. From the way Cespedes has been handled to even the idea 
of the mixed messages that they are starting to send out, which is what they have to watch is sending out mixed messages, which they're starting to do a little of too when it comes to philosophy. You got to be careful on that. So, I mean, that's going to happen with this situation. You know, it isn't a, as we talked about yesterday, it isn't a three-headed general, you know, GM. You got one guy who's the point guy, and you got two guys who were there who have experience, and that's it. And eventually, listen, before they make any big deal, they're going to have to go to the owner and get him to agree to the deal. That's all. That goes on in most organizations. They're going to try and be aggressive. We told you that yesterday. They're going to try, but they don't have a lot of plays to make. Can they make a play for one of the big pitchers? They could. And if they do, well, they better bring back really good players. Now, the other way to look at this is if you're not sure these are the guys that you want to go forward with, do you make that move in season? Or do you wait and let someone else, after you've decided to turn the franchise maybe over, either decide that this, you have your guy in-house or you don't have your guy in-house, and you want to go get a new general manager, do you let him trade away the pieces that are going to be used to rebuild quickly? Because that move, should they want to get rid of one of the two pitchers? And, you know, listen, if, if you hear from them and listen, they don't, it's not something they're really running to do, but they just, if they get blown away, they want to leave the door open. Other guys, listen, there's a bunch of guys you can get in two seconds. We all know that. That's most of the team. But if you're talking about one of the big two pitchers, they have to make the right move. It has to be for the right pieces. It cannot be messed up. If it's messed up, it's a disaster. Even worse than keeping them. But here's what I would say. The, the manager and the team can basically go away for a couple of days, really a week, and just go into the version of, and they're going two places where it's perfect. They're going into baseball oblivion. No one will even know they played. They're playing three games in Miami, where you got to figure they have a chance. They're going to open the series up with DeGrom, and just make sure that the last one to throw a pitch is DeGrom, and you'll probably be okay in that game. And after a day off Monday, they can head up to Toronto and hide out in Canada for a couple of days. So basically, it's perfect. They go to Miami where there won't be 10 people in the building the entire weekend. Listen, it's the 4th of Jolly weekend. If you're in Miami at a Met Marlin game, you have to reassess your life. You really do. You have a lot of soul searching to do. If that's what you've come up with on 4th of July weekend, that you are at a Met Marlin game in Florida, I'm telling you, it really, you need to get some counseling. You got to say, hey, this is not working out. This is not exactly what I planned in life, was that I was going to spend the 4th of July weekend, 2018, Mets Marlin in Florida. Where the teams are collective 900 games under 500. But then the Mets, basically, after three days there, they can get an off day, and they can scurry up at night to Canada, and no one will even know they're there. So they'll have played a week of baseball. We don't even know they existed. You could even tell them Cespedes played. No one would know. You could tell them every move was perfect. You could tell them hey, no one's going to notice. So it's a good week for them. Yankees are going. Every Yankee move is going to be examined this way, that way, 
upside down, inside out, Yankees, Red Sox. He said this. He looked the wrong way. He did this. He did, you know. So we're getting ready for baseball. Played at the brink, at the highest level. Uh, you know, there'll be more people at these three games at Yankee Stadium than there will be in, in City Field the rest of the year. Okay? that's We know that. We're getting ready for big-time baseball. And the Yankees, who will play on Monday and who will play a day game on the 4th of July, and the Mets aren't even playing a day game on the 4th of July, which is one of my golden rules of baseball. You must play a day game on Memorial Day, Labor Day, and 4th of July. They're playing a night game, and they're not even in the country on the 4th of July. So this couldn't have worked out better unless you sent them to Pago Pago for the weekend. So they're in Miami, and then they're in Toronto. And it's Yankees, Red Sox. So you basically, you'll find the recaps of their games in the agate for, for three or four days. It's perfect. Time to heal and just get out of the way and just get away from the slings and arrows that have come their way and get ready for the Yankees and the Red Sox, as we will right after this. 